On this episode, we talk about how to use video to explain a complex business product or service. The video revolution is here, and it's changing how we do business. Learn how to use video to engage customers and drive results here on the Video Marketing 2.0 podcast with your hosts, Joel Gubich and Brendan Carty. Welcome to Video Marketing 2.0, the podcast that talks about the world of videos for marketing and business purposes. Hi, I'm Joel Gubich, Director of Business Development at ThinkMojo, and I'm joined by Mike Alig, Brendan Carty, head writer, creative story lead, and the guy behind being able to tell complex stories in simple ways. So, Brendan, that is the intro to today's episode where we're... It what is. A sim- what a simple intro. <laughs> a little bit too long, I'm sure you would uh, tell me, but uh, I'm working hard on trying to not be as verbose. Great word for Scrabble, by the way. So today I wanted to talk about how to tell a complex business story online and essentially how to tell a complex business story using video. So, Joel, this is a big topic that I think that a lot of uh, companies are struggling with. And when you, uh, you know, as video marketing becomes more popular and more effective, more companies are getting into it. And I think the companies that can benefit the most from it are these complex products that we're referring to. And, and by the way, you know, a complex, you know, a complex business story. We're talking about it's a kind of a big umbrella, but we're thinking of SaaS companies, any complex B2B where, you know, your solution is a little bit abstract. It's not its value, even what it is, isn't immediately apparent. So video presents such an opportunity to convey the message and the the value of that company quickly and efficiently, basically allowing you to do in two minutes what would normally take two plus hours of face-to-face meetings and charts and et cetera. But the problem is that a lot of these companies aren't really doing that. They don't know exactly how to get the most out of the video format. And so what you see is many of them wind up making one video that takes all of that stuff that you said in that two-hour presentation and tries to cram it into a two-minute video. And it just doesn't work that way because as a general rule, when you try to tell somebody everything, they end up coming away with nothing. So today, what we want to do is give some pointers on how to tell a complex business story in this format in a way that really sticks, that doesn't sacrifice the uh, value and sort of the meaning of that longer presentation, but crystallizes it in a format that people can understand in the moment and remember a long time after they've seen it. Okay, so you had mentioned something that is really important. I think it's important in marketing in general. It's important in content marketing. And that is don't cram too much stuff into whatever you're trying to say at that time. If, you've, if you're creating a blog, don't create a five-page memorandum that nobody's going to read. If you're creating a post on LinkedIn, don't make it so long that people will get bored and not watch or read the rest of it. And when it comes to video, remember that one size fits all super video 
is probably the worst video you could possibly make. Yeah, the one-size-fits-all super video. This is what everybody wants to make and everybody assumes is like the best uh, value, right? Well, if I'm going to make a video, I may as well have it do everything. And by the sort of super video, we mean you know a video that not only introduces the product but then explains how it works and makes a personal connection and even closes the sale all in one shot. But the truth is those videos do not exist. And when they're attempted, they always fail. So, and this is especially true when we're talking about complex business stories, because just getting people to understand what it is you do is hard enough. And you shouldn't try to do anything more than just that in one video. Now, it's helpful to look at video as so a larger strategy. And this is something that we've talked about ad nauseum on this podcast. You're not trying to, you're not looking at video marketing as making one great video. You're making multiple videos that will address different issues at different points of the customer journey, let's say. So for instance, at the top of the funnel, when nobody understands anything about your product, they don't know who you are. Your goals are a lot different than somebody who is, you know, one call away, one detail away from closing the sale. Different from somebody who's already signed up for your, your or downloaded your product or bought it, whatever, but now needs to understand how to get the most out of it. These are all very distinct phases in the customer journey, and therefore you have to make a diff- distinct video for each one of those stages. And once you accept that, it actually is pretty liberating because then you're not trying to do everything with one video. Now you can say, all right, I just in my, my top of the funnel – uh, launch video or teaser video, I'm just trying to get people to understand some very basic things about what the product does. You know, what, what, what is the idea behind the product as opposed to what are the very granular details that support how it works? So that's. So you mentioned the, uh, the concept of journey, which I like. I, I like the, you know, from business development point of view, people talk about roadmaps and, you know, there's different terminology that really essentially says the same thing. But if you've got a complex story, think of it like uh, driving throughout uh, a busy city environment during rush hour. A lot of people say, well, I'm going to turn this way. I'm going to turn this way. I know a shortcut here. I know a shortcut there. There are multiple streets that you're going to go down in order to get to a certain place. And somebody asks you for directions it's not just take this one street and just go straight for five miles and you're there. And that's what I think a complex video um, has to think about also. So if you do chop it into things, you have a chance in that series of videos to create a roadmap for your client to get them to the promised land. You know, if you're the marketer, the promised land is to convert them into, you know, a sale, a service, whatever it happens to be. Absolutely. You want to be, you want to be very distinct about, each each video each phase of that journey like you said you know with the with the roadmap you wouldn't just say you need to go west for 20 miles you're right like along the way there are many lefts with different rights and bear this way bear that way and so imagine each one of those has each each step in a direction in directions has a very distinct sub goal that all fits into the larger goal of getting the person where you want them to go so each video is kind of like that you know you want to get you want to accomplish something very distinct and you want to make your your objectives very clear in each video 
And once you put it all together, now you have told a comprehensive video story one simple piece at a time. So talking about simplicity, one of the things that I think is really important, people get hung up, especially on videos, that the imagery and the language needs to be super duper refined. Uh, and sometimes they lose sight that even though a product may be complicated, you don't need to necessarily have complicated imagery in order to get the story across. Joel, I would say, I would go one step further. I wouldn't even, the, when the product is complicated, not only is it not necessary to have complicated language and imagery, it is inadvisable to do so. The whole reason that you would make a video about a complex product is to make it more understandable. You want to make it simpler so that people can actually get it. If, if you're just going to answer complexity with uh, more complexity in a different format through language and visuals, then you haven't really done anything. You haven't gone anywhere. And I understand that some people think that by using simple language and simple imagery to explain a complex message, in some way you're dumbing it down. You know, they, they think that, you know, we don't, our audience is smart. These are qualified uh, viewers. The, whether, uh, you see this a lot in B2B marketing. People think, well, we're only marketing to heads of product. We're only marketing to IT specialists. They'll understand what we mean. Well, if they, if you're, product was so easy to understand, then it doesn't seem necessary to make a video in the first place. Obviously, you're doing this to help people understand because your product is inherently difficult to understand. So, you know, this, but this idea that, and this is an example that, that I like to use when you, you think that simple language is somehow dumbing things down, you know, not that, that just couldn't be further from the truth. You know, when back in the the depression, right? The great depression. You had this terrible cycle where social anxiety, people were, people were so worried about the economy falling that it became this self-perpetuating downward cycle where people were pulling more of their money out of banks. And as the banks failed even more, people pulled even more money out of the banks, making a worse outcome even more and more likely every day. Now, FDR did not stand in front of the microphone for his fireside chats and explain the downward cycle, you know, economic theory like he could have done that. Instead, he said, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. Very simple. And he wasn't being patronizing. He was being concise and effective. And that's really what you're going for. You're not trying to dumb things down. You're not looking down on your audience. It's actually a higher bar to clear if you want to explain something that is complex in a simple way. And that is what you should be aspiring to. You know, one of my, one of my heroes in life, I mean, I don't know heroes, one of the people that I think uh, was underappreciated as a philosopher is Albert Einstein. And there's one of the, his quotes that I've often go to. And what he said was, if you can't explain it simply, you really don't understand it well enough. And I find that a lot of people have a hard time explaining either their business concept, their business, their product, or their service. That means they haven't really gotten to the core. They really don't understand what that product and service is in the minds of their potential user. And I think that is something to keep in mind when you are creating that video that's going to explain your complex story, your comp complex message. Couldn't agree more, Joel. And that's, you know, to take the Einstein example, why do you think E equals MC squared is so famous? People remember it. 
it's so simple. <laughs> it's it's not like the you know you see uh, you know physicists will create mathematical formulas that take up multiple chalkboards. Nobody cares about those, you know. But Einstein says E equals mc squared, and the entire world knows what it is. Now, what is a chalkboard? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, this is where uh, we already put an expiration date on this podcast. This is a good time to take a short break and hear a word or two from our sponsor, ThinkMojo. If you want to build something that'll last, you need the right tools. In today's business world, video marketing is the tool you need to drive long-term growth. So get off the sidelines. Contact the video marketing experts at ThinkMojo and start using video as an essential part of your strategy. Visit thinkmojo.com forward slash smart video and mention smart videos for an exclusive offer. ThinkMojo, smart video for modern business. Okay, so in the second part of this podcast, which is all about how to use video to tell a complex business story, we're going to do what we normally do in all of our podcasts, and that is get a little bit more granular. So we've made this video or videos, and is there something different in telling the story of a complex story using video in terms of what you want the viewer to do next? Is there perhaps different calls to actions that you should be using in a complex video story versus just a regular one? Absolutely, Joel. And, and you know, it kind of goes to what we were saying before about the roadmap. You know, like you want to have, you want to be sure that each each step on, along the way has a clear goal, and that you, more importantly, push them on to the next stage. You know, so if we're looking at it as a, a customer journey, when you start on the the brand awareness phase, let's say, you want to get them at the end to explore the product further, but you want to have a specific step that they can take. Maybe that there's maybe there's something on your web page. Maybe you have a free trial. But you don't want to just go from, okay, you just heard about the product, click here to buy it. You know, like that's it's too soon. Like they're not ready for that and you're not you're just not accomplishing anything. So you when you're telling a complex business story, you do want to be very deliberate about what your calls to action are so that you get pers- you, you get the viewer to move along the down the funnel to the next logical step. And you know, it's sort of like, you know, a complex business story, just like any other, you know, comp- a long, long novel, it's going to have multiple chapters. And at the end of each chapter, there's going to be a reason, a good novel anyway, it's going to give you a reason to keep reading on to the next chapter. There's going to be some sort of, you know, whether it's a cliffhanger or some sort of curiosity gap there that's going to compel you to keep going. And that's what you're trying to do with your calls to action. You're trying to get, give actionable steps that give people a reason a concrete reason to keep exploring your product and keep moving down the funnel. Well, oftentimes the purpose of a marketing video, especially for companies that have those complex messages, is to get somebody to pick up the phone and talk to somebody in the company. So would it be wise, and not? And we know that not everybody watches a video all the way through. That's a measurement called engagement. 100% engagement means somebody watched every single second of that video. And usually people put that call to action at the end. But not everybody does. And an engagement, let's say, of 70%, somebody's going to fall off 50, 70% of the way through that video. Is it wise in complex storytelling to add a call to action or something like that in the middle or not necessarily directly in the middle, but some way, some somewhere before the end. Yes. And I would say that, you know, when we talk about calls to action, I think that from a marketing standpoint, you know, you always think of that sort of button line at the end, you know, 
next, you know, go to blah, blah.com and, you know, click on et cetera. We're not, when we say use a call to action at the beginning, we don't necessarily mean it in that way, that sort of direct appeal. But what you do want to do is give people the information they need in order to pursue the product. So if, you know, like, let's just say you're very basically, you're, you're telling a, uh, a story about, you know, some guy who has a you know, certain business problem, but then he goes to yourproduct.com. You're already telling people essentially what you want them to do. You know, like you're, you're sort of like leading them through the motions of what someone would do uh, if they needed, uh, if they were to pursue your product. So you want to create your video in such a way that you're right. Like if they drop off after 15 seconds, they still have the essential information of who you are and, and generally what you want them to do next. Uh, without even if they don't get to the end where you, they have that direct appeal. Basically, what it comes down to is don't take too long to establish your video. Don't it should not be a slow burn. You know, you should get right to the point. Uh, try to introduce the product as as soon as you can. If if it's a ninety second video, you should not be introducing the product. You know, only at the end because they most people will not have gotten that far. So, yes, the, to answer your question front load the value as much as you can. Okay, so it's not like a 15-year scotch. Videos don't get better <laughs> no, as they get longer. <laughs> not, no, I would not compare it to a 15-year scotch. <laughs> okay, well, one of the things about scotch, uh, and here's a little tie-in there. Yeah. <laughs> People have gotten used to that storyline, that scotch, that 15 years is better than 10 years is better than five years. And it may be, but that is a story that has been told over and over again. The, the word story is probably terribly overused this uh, nowadays. Is there a different way to describe what we're trying to, to say here versus using the word story? I'm going to stand up for the word story, and I'm going to say that story shouldn't change the way people use the word story should change. So we don't – I say no. Let's not come up with a different word. I think we should just recalibrate what people view as a story. You know, I, I hear this all the time. You know, they, people say, like, I want to tell the story about our product. But that's kind of a misnomer because you can't really tell a story about a thing. Stories are journeys in which the protagonist, someone, undergoes some sort of transformation. Products are necessarily things, whether they're physical things or, you know, software things, and they don't really change. And granted, I know automatic updates, people will say, oh, products do change. But still, they're, they're, they are things with finite limits. So if you try to tell a product story that focuses just on the products, you don't really get a story. You just get a list of details. You just get a one after another. It does this and it does this and it also does this. That's not a story. That's just a, a recitation. That's features and benefits. That's just that's exactly. It's just telling me what what what. It's not a journey. It doesn't start with a state of being and ends with something different. Every story, every good story, is about people. More specifically, they're about the person who's either watching the video or reading the book or the movie, etc. Like for instance, like when you're Joel, you, you've I'm sure you've had this experience. You're you're reading a book, you're watching a movie, and the thing that really gets you involved in that piece is your ability to sort of imagine yourself as the protagonist. That's what gets you emotionally. That's when you're watching a movie and you're you're literally, you know, moving in your chair, you're you're gyrating like that's because you are imagining, you are embodying the person who's up there. 
Yeah, you're actually in there. You can empathize completely. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if the, the person is completely different, has a completely different life situation than you. A good story pulls you into it. And product videos are no different. You know, the a lot of times you can uh, you can th- see these these videos, though, that, that start off with the characters, right? Like, this is Bob. Bob has a problem. That's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about the videos that speak directly to the viewer, whether through a character that is, is resonant or just by saying, you know, you are this, you have this problem. Uh, so that's really the goal. You want to bring the, the viewer in, make the viewer the main, main character in your story and bring them along the journey from the beginning of the video where they are confronted with this problem and then the end of the video where that problem is solved and their, their jobs are better, their lives are better, whatever the, the outcome is. But the conduit, the reason, the agent of change is the product. The product is the thing that made that happen. But the product cannot be the sole focus of the story because then, like we said, you don't have a story. This has been a lot of great content, and maybe we've been a little bit wordy, uh, but only because we want to educate. Uh, I think that this would be a good time to maybe summarize in a couple minutes the real key points of how to tell a complex business story using video. So, Joel, when we say complex business story, we're referring to any company or product or service that's highly technical or difficult to explain. SaaS companies come to mind, other complex software B2B companies. Now, there are a few things that you want to keep in mind. Number one, forget the idea of making that one-size-fits-all super video. You know, the one that introduces the product, explains how it works, and closes the sale all in one shot. Because if if your product is complex already, it's going to be impossible to do all of those things. You want to focus, laser-like focus, on each stage of the customer journey and creating a video that is suited to the viewer in that stage. So don't be afraid of making multiple videos. You know, customers need to hear different messages at different stages of that journey. And in order to tell a complex story, sometimes it's necessary to break it up into chapters, let's say. Now, third, you know, the if your product is complicated, the language and imagery should be simple. The whole reason you make a video about a complex product is to make it more understandable. So don't overload the viewer with business jargon and complex flowcharts. The point is to distill it into something that is easy to remember, hard to forget. Fourth, be clear about what you want the viewer to do next. Videos are a great way to get people further down the sales journey, but only if you're specific about how they get there. Finally, remember that stories are about people. Stories are not about products that just do certain things. They're about people who go through some sort of journey. So keep that in mind. Put your viewer at the the center of your story. Not only will it get them more engaged, but it will tell the story about the product's value as opposed to simply the product's features. Well, that's a great summary that really embodies everything that we've tried to get across in this podcast. So I want to thank everybody for listening to Another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. And remember, you can subscribe to this podcast and our monthly newsletter. Get access to show notes on this episode as well as others by going to videomarketing20.net. That's videomarketing20.net.
do go to the website because there are a lot of other offers there and information that would be helpful for you. So remember, you can download, listen to previous episodes on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and on SoundCloud. So for Brendan and myself, we look forward to seeing you again on another episode of Video Marketing 2.0. Thank you for listening to another episode of Video Marketing 2.0 presented by ThinkMojo. For more help on how to drive results with video, contact ThinkMojo, the video marketing experts at info at thinkmojo.com or visit thinkmojo.com for more information.